All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Saud Khalifa, who is the co-founder, CEO of Fakespot. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Thank you, Matt, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You're in a super interesting space, one that I feel like I haven't had too many guests on, um, kind of in the whole category you're in, so I'm super stoked to learn more about what you're working on. For people that don't know what Fakespot is or you know, know what you're doing at all, can you please share what, Facebook, uh, what uh, Fakespot does? So Fakespot basically helps you out when you shop online. We will tell you the reviews that you're reading are trustworthy or not, and we give you a grade from an A to an F. An A means there's a high amount of trustworthy reviews, and F means there's a high amount of deception within the reviews. So it basically uh, calls out on lies that you can find in, in e-commerce, and we support currently seven websites, uh, Amazon, Walmart, Sephora, Best Buy, Steam, and also Yelp and TripAdvisor on the hospitality front. I definitely don't want you giving away like all your special secrets and secret sauce, but I definitely want to dive a little deeper to understand how it works just because like this is fascinating. Um, so I guess like how, how does it work? Like, do you, is it, um, do you know what a fake review looks like or are you, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how it, how it works. Can you share a little bit of, of the science behind it? Yeah. So the system that fake spot has in its foundation and this, analysis engines has evolved uh, multiple times over the last couple of years because the the way people conduct fraud or in this case fake reviews uh, happens in many many different uh, lights in the spectrum and we've actually moved along with artificial intelligence so we start off with um, the old ways of doing AI which is you know naive base and support vector machine modeling and linear regression in the very early days and then we moved really deeply into deep learning so we do have a core ground truth um, data set that looks at specific attributes within reviews. And we know what attributes actually trigger um, that are very unnatural. And you will never find them in a normal uh, e-commerce transaction, for sure. So these are the ones that we're looking for. And we're, looking, we're currently tracking, we have a couple dozen models that are looking at different attributes within the reviews. We break down the text all the way down to the lowest uh, NLP, natural language processing level. And from then onwards, we can actually conclude if um, there's high amount of deception within the review. We look at the reviewer profile. We look at the company. We look at all the other products that this company has sold. So we combine a lot of different metrics. It's not uh, you know, like a simple way of just looking at one review and saying, is it fake, is it not? We look at many, many different parameters to make that conclusion because the more data you have, the more powerful you can um, assume your out outcome will be with the result. And I have a few more questions about how it works, but first I want to actually back up and hear a little bit about um, the origin of the story and why you decided to start this company and um, just like kind of how, how you got it off the ground. Cool. Uh, so I actually, I've been a huge proponent of e-commerce for a long time, since my early teenage years. And I believe you should be able to order anything you want online and it should be dropped off at your door. You know, I'm a very futuristic kind of guy, and I think that's where everything gets heading towards, especially with quarantine right now. And I, around my master's graduation in 2014, 2015, I ordered a couple products from Amazon. One of them in particular was a supplement, and this had hundreds of glowing five-star reviews. And before then, I'd never, you know, like second-guessed the reviews. I looked at the rating. It was really high, and I was like, okay, one-click checkout. It's going to arrive here. I should be satisfied. Everyone is saying it's really good. When it arrived in person, I looked at the supplement and the packaging of the supplement looked really strange. It looked like someone created it as a side project in a garage. 
And I was like weirded out by this. And then I opened up the pill content and it looked like someone took uh, wood dust from a carpentry uh, wood shop. So <laughs> I didn't understand why that was happening. But then I went back and read the reviews because I didn't understand why would there be hundreds of five star reviews? Why would people be satisfied with this kind of quality? It made no sense. I looked really deeply at the reviews. And while I was doing that, I noticed that there was many red flags all over the place. A lot of the reviews were bot generated. Someone hired a bot farm, a review farm, and they basically uh, put all these reviews in this listing so that they would be um, ranked as first product in this supplement keyword and do people like me in, back in that day. So I was, uh, I was like forming algorithms in my mind and I knew I could um, augment my algorithms with machine learning and NLP to actually bring that uh, element of human intelligence to actually analyze those reviews as I was doing with my brain to tell me if the reviews are fake or not. And that's how fakespot.com started. It started as a service just for myself as I'm shopping online and for my uh, friends and family. And then it's, um, you know, steadily uh, blew up from there because it looked it, many people turned to have the same problem. Um, they got duped by fake reviews and they didn't understand it. And then they would see, wow, there's fake spot. So I'll use this instead of reading hundreds of reviews and spending hours of my time doing it. So let's, that makes, that makes sense. That's a great story. I appreciate you sharing. So let's kind of talk about the user experience for someone. So let's say I, I did, did you mention, I don't, I don't know if you did. Does this work on like an Amazon, Amazon or best? Cool. So let's say Amazon. So I'm on Amazon and I want to get a new mic. I want to upgrade. Um, can you kind of just like describe it, I guess, in slight detail, like how I engage with fake spot? Is it like an extension? Is it like a, I don't know. Like I want to use fake spot. What, is, what does that look like? Well, the simplest method is our oldest method, which is you paste in the URL of the product. You're looking at the product page from Amazon into fakespot.com. And we will analyze that product in real time. We'll actually show you what our AI engines are reading and then parsing. And then we'll output that grade for you to see in a nice, concise report. But we moved on from that, from that and now offer a Chrome extension that works on Microsoft Edge and all the other Chromium-based uh, browsers. And we will actually, in live, in real time, give you grades when you're browsing Amazon. So when you're searching for microphones, we will embed our grades on the thumbnails of the products that you're looking at. So you, you can uh, clearly and concisely, from one, one hint, just looking at the display, know what products are you know, uh, rampant with fake reviews and others that are trustworthy. And do you ever see, so obviously there's like hundreds of sites that enable reviews. You even mentioned before we started recording, even iTunes has, and the podcast has reviews, all, all these different types of things as reviews. Are you trying to be, you know, fake spot for every type of review site? Or is there only specific vertical like e-commerce or um, you know, education. I don't know. Like, can you, I just would love to hear not so much 10 year vision, but just like how you think about um, tackling new markets and new review sites. Yeah. So our technology will actually work on any kind of textual content. And in this case, reviews from across the internet, it will actually be adaptable and flexible to work with that content. Obviously we need some kind of a pipeline into these other platforms. And we do have ambitions to actually, you know, cast a wide net across the internet and support any kind of review. But obviously, technologically, it's a bit difficult. And we're still a small company today. We're 10 employees as of today. And to support all these websites, it's I think is a lack of focus. So we are mostly focused on the number one website used for e-commerce today, which is Amazon. 
And then we're also focusing on Walmart and soon uh, to be released eBay. We also, uh, believe it or not, Matt, we had uh, iTunes uh, support back in the day. Uh, we actually discontinued it because it wasn't used that much. Uh, we found out that, you know, when people are browsing apps on the app store or whatever, they wouldn't, um, you know, they wouldn't take the time to actually go and analyze the reviews, even though there's a high incidence amount of fake reviews on the app store. It's, it's rife with fake reviews from what we've seen. And this affects both app stores, you know, the Google Play app store and um, Apple's app store. So we actually, just an interesting nugget of information there. We used to support that back in the day. So you're saying now I can't go into the iTunes store and see how many fake reviews I have for the podcast? Because I know the answer is zero. Just kidding. I'm like, actually, what's great is one of the favorite things I do as a podcast host is every, I don't know, like month or something, I check iTunes and I just have like 10 more reviews and they're all like, I recognize half the names, half the names I don't, but like they're genuine. And I'm just like, damn, a genuine review is so great. It makes me hate fake reviews even more. Just knowing how great a real review is when you get yeah. those fake ones, especially if you're like, if, I, if a podcast host like supports the fake reviews, I'm like, come on. Like, do you see, do you see, um, are fake reviews usually conjured up by the creator of a product or does the creator not even know that there are fake reviews or does it just depend? It depends on the situation. Um, so when, when we're talking about e-commerce and companies and brands and sellers, so if you are, you know, you recruited a third-party uh, marketing service, uh, this third-party marketing service may actually go down the route of buying fake reviews for the products just to, you know, uh, ensure that there's high performance and high results so that their client is really satisfied with what they're bringing them into the table. But we do see instances where all the way up to the CEO they will encourage writing fake reviews. And there's a recent instance of this, um, Sunday Riley, a cosmetics company that sells on Sephora. Um, she had her emails leaked and someone was a whistleblower in her organization. And these emails basically specified a list of instructions to her employees to write fake reviews for their own products. Not only did she say what to do there, she also told people how to upvote and downvote um, critical reviews. So. This is, um, yeah, this is a problem that is affecting all over the internet. And I actually think it reduces the trust and transparency across the internet. From just looking at re your reviews, how many episodes do you have? I've done, this, is, this episode right here will be like my 233rd. Yeah, so 50, you have 50 reviews today or somewhere around there. That's actually really low for the amount of episodes that you have. And that's actually, you know, without me deeply looking at each reviewer profile and I just looked at the reviews, they look highly trustworthy. Now, when there's an app that has, you know, let's say um, that podcast, let's say it had three, three episodes and it had 1,000 reviews. Now, that's something that is insane. That's something that does not make sense at all. And in, real, in the real world, this is what we're seeing on Amazon. We see these random products from yeah, Asia. They just launch and then they have 10,000 reviews. And we're like, how is that possible? And that's very similar to my story with that supplement. This supplement was a you know, no brand supplement from a garage and it had hundreds of five-star reviews. There's no rep behind it. So it, it is a problem that is affecting uh, all across the internet right now. And unfortunately, it reduces our trust and transparency, which is what fake spot mission from the get-go was to bring back trust and transparency. We want to bring that back. And then I don't really know how to phrase this question, but what, what does a buyer, like once a, 
so I'm on Amazon. I want to buy a new mic. I plug, I, I plug it into your, the, the extension or I just put in the URL in your system and it tells me these reviews are good. Um, then do I just go back to Amazon and purchase it? Um, or if it, like, do you provide, like, what if it's like kind of good? Like, do you, do you, do you kind of provide guidance on what I should do? Um, depending on how many re- good reviews versus bad reviews there are. So the interesting thing is you, and you brought this up, you said, how do I compete with other podcasts that, you know, bring hundreds of five-star reviews and they're, you know, encouraging fake reviews and they, they make themselves look better than you as a competitor, right? How, how do you compete with them? So unfortunately right now with e-commerce, we see the reputable brands actually buying fake reviews to promote their products, believe it or not. And that's insane. That does not necessarily mean the product is of a bad quality or is defective. So even if we gave it an F grade, we're just grading the trustworthiness of the reviews. And that's where a lot of our people, um, you know, when there's a little bit of confusion, when we give an F grade, uh, let's say to a known brand, and they're like, why, why would this brand have an F grade? I've used it for the last five years. It makes no sense. Unfortunately, certain brands actually engage in these marketing tactics that they give out promotional reviews, they give out free product in exchange for reviews, and they increase the untrustworthiness on their product because they just want that rating to go up because they're competing with other people that are doing the same exact thing. And that's the unfortunate state of affairs today. So when we give an F grade, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to look at an A grade product. But usually, uh, I would say, you know, very, very high percentage of the time, an A grade or a B grade product from fake spot, you will be highly satisfied with. Um, the lower tier grade results, CDF, you will have, you know, you may look at alternatives. We do offer alternatives on fakespot.com and we actually do offer alternatives on our Chrome extension as you're browsing Amazon. As we're evolving our platform, we're not just looking at fake reviews now, we're looking at fake sellers. We're also looking at sellers that will actually try to, um, you know, sell you a counterfeit, sell you a fake product, sell you a defective microphone. So let's say you're trying to buy a sure microphone, a very reputable brand, and then most people are not educated of the fact that on Amazon, it is kind of like eBay. You can sign up to be a seller and sell in the official Sure listing uh, for that microphone. And you won't even know that it's not coming from Sure. You just see Sure microphone, the product name, and you're like, okay, add to cart, I'm getting it from Sure. It's actually not the case. You're getting it from a third party that signed up to be on the marketplace with Amazon. So what we're doing now with our Chrome extension, we're evolving our platform and we're um, adding this new feature called Fake Spot Guardian. And we're actually guarding our users and our uh, consumers from fake products, counterfeits, and now also includingly from the old times, fake reviews. So we're going you know, all out and protecting our users from these kinds of the plethora of issues that they're facing today. And let's talk, you know, you mentioned today and the problems today, let's talk about the problems in the next decade. So if you look out, you know, you know, right now you said you were 10 employees, you know, you, you, you look out 10 years and, you know, you're a million, no, not a million employees, but you're much bigger. You're, you know, it, much more time has gone by. You're building what you want to build. What would you say fake spot looks like um, then? Or I guess in other words, what's your big vision uh, for fake spot? So, I mean, uh, we have a very ambitious plan for FakeSpot and we want to go all out to the moon and bringing back trust and transparency for our users. And we're currently starting off with e-commerce. E-commerce makes sense for us. We can't, you know, handle many people ask us, why don't you do fake news? Why don't you do fake social media? Why don't you do this? We want to do that. I mean, it's not a, it's not a question of not wanting to do it. It's just a question of resources 
And as you mentioned, we're a small company. But in the future, we actually want to tackle these other contents and bring back, you know, an assurance to the internet. Because if you think about it, the internet started off as such a beautiful thing in the 80s um, from ARPA slash DARPA, you know, as a, as a place where you could share knowledge between researchers. In the 90s, we had bulletin boards. You could share knowledge and experiences between each other as members. And then suddenly, as the internet progressed, we now see a huge amount of um, deception, uh, amount of disinformation on every facet of the internet. We don't know what to trust anymore. And that's what I think is the ambitious plan from FakeSpot. We, we want to be true to our name. We want to spot the fakes. And whether that is, you know, what kind of textual content we're looking at, comments, news, um, social media posts, we want to do all of that. Obviously, we're kind of resource constrained today because we're actually wholly focused on e-commerce, but that's our ambition. And we want to bring back that trust. And to make that happen and to make, to make the mission and the vision happen, you're going to need some help. You'll obviously need users. You might need more employees, maybe investors if you want to go down that route. But no matter what, you'll absolutely need help from the forward-thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the listeners and how can the community help you make your vision happen just a little faster? Do you even ask for the listeners um, in a way that we can help? Yeah, I would say it would be really great if you guys could install our extension and provide some kind of feedback. My email is, you know, my first name, uh, S-A-O-U-D at fakespot.com. And I would love to hear your feedback, any criticisms. I, you know, I don't shy away from criticisms. So if you find any kind of um, issue with a user experience or something really uh, halts the whole experience for you, I'd love to hear about that. All right. And is there any other, so you just mentioned how they can get in touch um, any, you know, any more social media, email, URL, any other links you want to share before we sign off and call it a day? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm also very active on LinkedIn. So it's, if you search my name, S-A-O-U-D, Khalifa, just like Wiz, you'll, you'll find, uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn and I'm, I'm very active there. So we, we can chat there. Um, I'm not really active on any other social media uh, platforms for obvious reasons, I think. But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn and email. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really look forward to seeing what happens with FakeSpot. I think it's a really interesting product and just best of luck making the vision happen. Thank you very much, Matt. It's, it's my pleasure. All right. Thank you for tuning in to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I really want to thank our sponsors of today's episode, Turing, for supporting June's episodes of Forward Thinking Founders. If you are a startup founder or a CEO and have any need for technical talent or need an engineering team, specifically a remote engineering team, I highly encourage you to check out Turing.com and see what they can do for you. They have a two-week risk-free trial where you can check out what they have going on and if you go over to turing.com t-u-r-i-n-g.com tell them matt sherman sent you tell them matt sherman six six being the month of june thanks for listening to today's episode and i'll see you tomorrow peace